0: Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Ford, joined by Randy. Hey, Randy.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Randy from the Black Delegation. And it's only fitting because today is Juneteenth, which means some of our Black abilities have been activated. Uh, it's not the same as, as when December, when our abilities come in full force, just for 24 hours, uh, we have Black <laughs> abilities. Um, you know, so uh, hopefully, you, uh, fellow Black people, you've been enjoying your special Juneteenth powers. Um, oh, sorry, white people, I didn't think you knew that we had powers on Juneteenth. Uh, Be aware <laughs> for next year. Um, also, it is also uh, Father's Day, so happy to all the fathers out there and happy to all the people who are having sex with mothers that, uh you know, <gasps> get called daddy. <laughs> like, um, you know, uh, if this is your first episode, oof, I apologize, uh, but we are going to do what we do every week, except for last week when we uh, missed an episode, every other week, uh, and that is change the complexion of the comic book universe one draft pick at a time via the racial draft. But before we get into our racial draft business, we've got two weeks of nerd news to cover. Randy, are you are you a, a, a ready to talk about the nerd the nerd news?
1: I am. I am two weeks worth of ready. Yes. Uh,
0: unfortunately, we have to start with some sad news. Uh, probably best to get that out of the way. Uh, rest in peace to uh, legendary comic book writers, uh com- comic book artist. Apologies, Tim Sale. Um, you know, he passed away. I guess two days ago at this point. Um, you know, um, what did you have any experience with Tim Sale, Randy?
1: Um, I'm you know, I'm I'm really bad with like um, names and stuff like that. But um, my the the name that I'm hearing going around is like the Long Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple of titles like that. So you know, um, prayers up for his family because you know we we often kind of like I don't know it's just recently it feels like a lot of the 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 greats and like the icons are just kind of you know passing away and uh yeah I, I I'm not really good with sentimental feelings but yes that you know hearts yeah, out that
0: to- exactly hearts out to his family and friends um you know and his colleagues um you know he's only 66 years old uh obviously you know, our thoughts go out to the people who knew him well, but even the people who knew him kind of in a passing, um, you know, fan basis, our hearts go out to you you as well. And, uh, you know, let's, let's do our best. Let's honor his memory as best as we can. And let's try to be good to one another. Yeah. So that is, uh, you know, rest in peace to Tim Sale. Uh, we are going to try to pivot from that to some lighter, new, lighter fare, as it were, um, we might as well talk about uh, from from a Batman to a Spider-Man. Uh, it appears that the people at Sony uh, have decided that uh, you know uh, they it was Morbin time a little bit while, a little while ago, and they decided to put Morbius back in the theaters. But this time, they're going to bring uh, Spider-Man No Way Home back to the theaters. With uh, extra footage, uh, this is going to be uh, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy, are you looking forward to the no the, the the no way home more fun stuff version? That's a mouthful.
1: <laughs> I'm curious how much more fun stuff. Like, I mean, they they say more, but like how like thirty minutes extra, ten minutes extra, like <laughs> you know, because they go in and it's like, oh, this one two-minute scene that you know kind of gives us new context or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah i think i heard somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 min- minutes of footage but you know it, it didn't make its way into any official article so you know we'll we we shall see how much uh, more how much stuff is more fun out of the more fun stuff edition uh, i i suppose that is a thing i suppose that is a thing that is worth some uh some bonus points for the Spidey, for the Spidey folks. So, uh, you know, a little, little bit of news bonus points, just two points, two points. I, bonus. I, I
1: have to, I have to take this time to get in my obligatory shade with uh, the Snyder people. Cause <laughs> this is, I mean, it's, it's so amusing to me that like, we kind of got like the, the people who were crying out had to wait years and then like, you know, the the Spider fans have kind of just been like, yay, we're happy. And then Sony was like, hey, guess what? We got even more. Enjoy.
0: <laughs> well, the what what we learned is that the Snyder people should have just been making more memes. They should have been uh, you know, yeah. it's it's uh I don't know, it's it's not Snyder Orbin time. I don't know. I'm not really good. With.
1: <laughs> I mean like they they, you know, Sony for some reason decided that they were going to be super super responsive to their fans and you know that yeah, more powers to them if, if that's the route they want to go this is is, is a uh, hopefully there are some uh better movie makers who also want to follow this trend in the future
0: yeah i mean i suppose we'll stay in the realm of sony um you know given that sony's uh trying to have a moment uh, there's Sony's going uh also going to be working on an animated uh film in the Ghostbusters IP. Um, I am not sure if it's in the same universe as the as the um as the films or if it's its own thing. Um yeah, no, no word at this point. Um it was announced during, I didn't even know this was a thing, Ghostbusters Day Ectofest which is June, which was June 8th. I guess that was the release of the original film. So it would be the 40 year, uh, June 8th, 2024 will be the 40 year um, anniversary. So maybe that's when they're going to be shooting for this animated movie coming out. What do you that's think, funny. Ford?
1: That is that is my first time hearing about it, but I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, if it's the 40th anniversary, then like, did they intend on like, Going with the original cast. Or I mean, I mean, like obviously, you know, obviously everybody there is not available, but I'm saying like at least having people kind of voice those original characters.
0: Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Jason Reitman, who worked on the last one, uh, uh, what do you call it? Ghostbusters afterlife. Mm-hmm. He's also, he's going to be helping to develop the movie. So maybe it is going to be in the universe because that's one of the things that people did like about the Ghostbusters Afterlife, that it was still in that in that universe, oh. and it was still a legacy sequel. Um, obviously, um, you know, his his, uh, his father, uh, Ivan Reitman, um, you know, had passed away. And, um, you know, Jason Reitman was there to kind of pick up the, you know, pick up huh. the slack and also, um, you know, sort of pick up the 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 franchise after the passing of the actor who played Egon, whose name's escaping me right now, uh, Howard Ramis. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, I mean, obviously he won't be able to come back, but you know, there's 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 places they could play in the uh-huh. in the Ghostbuster sandbox. I'm sure if they wanted to stay in the universe, and there's enough of the cast members who could return. So you know, and maybe maybe even find find a uh, get Ray Parker Jr. out out of the, the mothballs and get a remix <laughs> of the uh, Ghostbusters team or Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. you know. I guess we're going to have to take control. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's Ghostbusters, you know, um more more news. Uh, more animated news I suppose. Uh, Gendy Tartakovsky or Tartakovsky, my apologies. Uh, he of the stylized I mean he's an animation legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but G- Gendy Tartakovsky? Yep. Yep. So he signed a deal with uh, Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers Animation. He's gonna be developing original animated content for a variety of platforms, including HBO Max, uh, television, you know, Cartoon Network, obviously, um, and just a whole bunch of series. Um, you know, he's uh, he's worked on Samurai Jack, he's worked on Dexter's Laboratory, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Um, yes, yeah, it was a pretty lucrative deal, exclusive multi-year cross-studio deal. Um no money, no money uh news, but if, you know, I would imagine it's substantial. So good on him and uh you know, we'll see what animation projects kind of get spawned uh, as a result of this deal. Uh, HBO good Max on us. Yeah.
1: I mean, he, he tends to do some some pretty great stuff, so yeah.
0: So that is the you know that's the animation side i think uh we don't have a lot of dc news this week um so i may as well run through them quickly uh you know those of you who are staying uh, current on the flash television series uh know that there is a new speedster introduced a uh, speedster from the comics uh mm-hmm. more on that later um, um in our racial draft business that's what we call a tease um, um mina Dewan. Uh, doctor, sorry, <laughs> Mina Duan, who's a character who is, I believe, uh, first appeared uh, fairly recently. I want to say Rebirth. I'm I'm yeah, reading. like rebirth.
1: I'm, I'm reading it right now. Like I'm this is like super serendipitous. I just started reading her story this week. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that's that was her first appearance. Um, she's she's already had two appearances because you know the news was. Because of her first appearance two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's being played by uh, Kawsar Muhammad. Um, and you know, in the comics, uh, spoilers for you, Randy, we're reading it. Uh, you know, she uh, is a some, somewhat of a love interest for Barry Allen um, in the in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know what sometimes happens—they uh, go down a dark path, and uh, you know, she becomes a bit of a villain or sometimes uh, on again, off again, villain type, you know, in a, in a way she's kind of like, like his Catwoman, woman um, in the sense of there's like a thing, but they, you know, like they're on different sides, but sometimes there's, they're, there's a little chemistry, you know, a little, obviously it's a little different because we know from the canon um, that long-term Barry Allen ends up with, with Iris West, so it's not a, it's not it's not the it's not, the, it's not the, it's an exact analog, but in terms of, you know, given yeah, given your, but
1: it is it is interesting mm-hmm. though because currently like the 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 lead out that they did from like literally I just read it last week, but <laughs> the lead mm-hmm. out that they did from um uh New Fifty Two into Rebirth was that um Barry and Iris are not together, right? So like they they like. Kind
0: of so, so right in that little window mm-hmm. where they're not together, that's where you know, I mean, we, we joke a lot about like the the speed force uh friend zone, um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he was he was he was in the outside looking in, so to speak. And in yeah. that time period, he he uh kindles something with a, a new speedster, and and you know, they have a little a little thing, they're both scientists, they're both studying speed. And uh, you know, romance develops, but like I said, uh, she becomes the Negative Flash. Um, but she starts out as a hero named Fast Track. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, those of you who are fans of the character, uh, good, good to see. Good to. I mean, one thing that I will say about what the Flash series has been doing—they've been really bringing characters from the comics, like from the recent, very recent comic runs into into the show um, which is a thing that a lot of comic adaptations typically don't do they usually wait a little bit before adapting new 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 storylines
1: i mean that i i i kind of had a a conversation uh with a couple of other friends earlier about how barry doesn't really have a whole heck of a lot (laughs) (laughs) that's sort of compelling about him and well that is
0: a good point like, um, he, he had been dead of, for like 30 years
1: yeah yeah a lot of a lot of kind of the hype that uh, you know has been in recent years has been okay we already saw he established his relationship with with iris he you know about is having future kids and you know potentially dying in crisis and like that's kind of his whole thing yeah
0: that's a good point i mean a lot of it a lot of the storylines that we that that people traditionally associate with the flash were yeah. wally west storylines more so than barry allen storylines
1: yeah and and um yeah so i'm i'm happy that like that they're not afraid to kind of you know admit that <laughs> they're trying mm-hmm. to you know come up with new material and the kind of the new material is sort of more compelling like they've already explored the old stuff so you know why not yeah,
0: yeah the josh williamson run um, uh-huh. Is really informing what's what's happening in live action right now, so uh, you know, kudos. I mean, we know that the Flash is sort of hitting its uh, its final uh, the final leg of the relay, so to speak, uh, with pro- with probably only a, a season left. So you know, keep on, you know, keep on keep on hitting that run. Um, more DC news tied to live action: Black Adam. Uh, we recently got that Black Adam trailer. Uh, did um, that was about a week ago about a week and a half ago I suppose uh, what did you think of the Black Adam trailer
1: I I'm trying to remember what <laughs> <laughs> I I watched it like the day up, and I, I kind of promised myself I'm like I'm not gonna run it into the ground because I want to still kind of be excited for the movie and stuff okay so from what I remember of it I I will say that um my personal faves looked glorious, (laughs) you know, Hawkman, and Cyclone, and Dr. Fate, like, I've never been particularly a fan of of Black Adam himself, but yes, I'm, I'm happy to, like, like, the tone and the vibe of it all, it is very compelling to me, and, and I, I do want to see that chemistry, because it reminds me of, um, that, that, uh, that part of Jeff John's, uh, you know, JSA run, I believe it was Jeff Johns, but I think so. Yeah, where where, you know, they they sort of work with him but don't really know how to take him. And he's, you know, provides attention of like what exactly is our boundary as a hero. And so I I'm I'm happy that you know, of of the the ways it could have gone, it could have diverged, I'm happy that they're sticking with that kind of feel.
0: Mm Yeah. So, so uh, tied into, to the movie, uh, you know, which was supposed to be coming out this summer, you know, it's been since pushed back, uh, Mm -hmm. there are going to be uh, some comics, some tie-in comics that will be, um, you know, introducing the characters of Hawkman played by Aldous Hodge, Cyclone uh, played by Quintessa Swindell, Adam Smasher played by Noah Centennial and Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan. All of those characters will be getting uh, comics in the Justice Society files. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be interested interested in seeing the first one, uh, which is going to be Hawkman. Uh, mm-hmm. Comes out July 5th. Uh, then August. So I guess they're coming out once a month. Uh, August, July 5th is the, uh, is the Hawkman one. August 2nd is the Cyclone one. September 6th is the Atom Smasher. And October 4th is the Dr. Fate. So I guess they decided to spread them out um, so that it would be a longer build to the movie. And, um, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting that they're, this is, a, this is a thing that they've done before. They, I guess they did it with the Suicide Squad um, mm-hmm. with uh, versions of the characters that are, um, you know, not from the comics, they're actually based on the incarnations uh, right. that exist uh, in the films. So it's gonna be interesting
1: good on good on uh uh on uh smasher and and Mm. the cyclone for having their first solo things ever (laughs) (laughs) and all it took was was a a a movie to to potentially come out so
0: hey i mean you know like sometimes sometimes that's what it takes but uh you know there was a little bit of controversy about another tie-in uh that we won't spend a lot of time (laughs) on um (laughs) aka we won't spend any time on Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but you know moving to a more positive dc story uh our randy who would you say is the best robin
1: i would say tim drake is the best robin
0: the best robin is getting an ongoing series tim drake colon the best robin oh sorry just robin (laughs) you know the best robin is implied Uh, Starting September 27th, it's going to be spinning out of Batman Urban Legends and the Pride special, uh, which came out this week. Uh Uh, We're going to be continuing uh, his story in the solo run. Uh, Good on on Tim Drake and good on uh, the delegation that happens to uh, control Tim Drake this season. And that would be the white delegation. So the whites keep winning. Um, (laughs) So, yes, Tim Drake and the white delegation get themselves i'll say i'll go ahead and give them uh two bonus points for uh good old good old robin all right mind vamping for a second i am
1: uh really ruining the day that i that i did not uh draft him this season that's
0: yeah, I mean, you know, especially because, you know, we did have a uh, Black Tim Drake on 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 uh what's his name on on Titans. I
1: mean, it's it's funny cuz I actually I I had I had him uh last season and like all of the, all of the best kind of, you know, the <laughs> juicy sort <laughs> of developments for him are happening this season.
0: Mm isn't that always how it is he goes back to the white people and all and all of a sudden all the attention it
1: (laughs) is so funny to me because i like i I, i've had a couple of other uh similar sort of developments where it's like oh last season they were you know not really the character to look out for but now that i finally you know got them in my sights they're you know starting to have their little glow up
0: Yeah, so, but shout out to Tim Drake, you know, he had been, he kind of been missing for a little bit. It wasn't being yeah. used a lot. People were starting to feel like, you know, the best Robin was being underutilized. So hopefully this is a, you know, a, a Tim Drake renaissance. So, a robin Renaissance. you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the DC. Uh, we might as well switch over. To some Marvel Marvel stuff, uh, I'll, I'll run by two quick casting stories because we know the ca- we know the actors, but we don't know the characters. So the first actor, uh, Maria Bakalova, who you might know from Borat, uh, the Borat sequel. I don't know if you saw that, um, Randy. I have not. Uh, well, so that's going to be a quick story. So she was good in that. You should check that out, and uh, she's going to be playing a key role in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, hmm. a role that we, we're unaware of. Um, Nico Santos, who you might know from Crazy Rich Asians or Superstore, uh, is also joining Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, he's apparently not in a key role, but uh, he is he's Asian, so that is a key role in its, of, of itself. Space diversity. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we will continue to, to keep our ear to the street in terms of trying to figure out who these actors will be playing. Uh, another piece of casting news on attached to a character. I don't like this. I, I like when, when we know who the character is being played.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but uh, Manny Montana, who uh, one might know from the show, Good Girls. Uh, I've never seen the show, so I don't know this man. Uh, sorry to this man. Um, Manny Montana is going to be in Ironheart. And there are some rumors about who he's playing. But nothing's been confirmed, um, so yet again we will have to keep our ears to the street um, in terms of trying to figure out um, who he will be playing. Oh, he's also a recurring character on on Mayans and uh, Westworld, so he's he's out there, he's out there. Um, that's our that's our uh, undetermined undetermined casting news. Uh, we also have some. Two projects because we were two weeks off. Two projects that have been confirmed as being developed and also have creatives attached to them. The first, Thunderbolts. That's right. The long rumored Thunderbolts project is happening. Jake Schreier, let's say, let's say Schreier, Jake Schreier, who directed uh, some TV uh is going to be directing this uh he uh eric pearson who has worked on both black widow and thor ragnarok is going to be writing the script for this um not sure what the you know it's weird with with those two credits is does does that mean it's going to be more comedic or does that mean it's going to be more of a thriller uh in the vein of those two projects but uh you know there have been a lot of rumors as uh over the years about uh thunderbolts there've been a lot of uh people kicking around ideas of who the thunderbolts in the MCU should be i actually uh have a piece that's dropping this week for a murphy's multiverse where i'm going to be theorizing um you know well not Little less, little less theorizing and a little more uh, fantasy writing. <laughs> uh, what yeah. I would like, what I would like to see out of a Thunderbolts movie, um, both in the realm of the kind of a tone of a movie it should be, and also right. the kinds of uh, characters involved. Um, I I kind of envision the Thunderbolts movie as more of a heist movie, more of a, a crime caper than yeah. a, than a uh, sort of straight up superhero movie. Uh, one where you know they're running a con and um you know and they're trying to get pull one over on on the people uh through through uh pretending to be superheroes
1: yeah and i mean the thing is they they exactly as you say they're they're pretending to be superheroes and so you can't really get like um a a suit i mean we got the suicide squad out there and that is the the biggest comparison that's being drawn to them and like people who have actually (laughs) read the story are like no, that's not what that is. That's not how this works. And so I, I hope that they don't go into a straight up super thing because it's like, you know, you just, I don't know, you, you want to go in and, and not even have kind of that impression, like just Yes, yeah. and that's and
0: that and that was a big, that was a big part of my thesis. A big part of my thesis is that Marvel generally prides itself on originality. Um, And, you know, having something that looks so nakedly like uh, their version of the Suicide Squad um, just doesn't feel the way that Marvel normally approaches these projects, where especially when you have this this idea that has existed in the, you know, from the inception of the Thunderbolts of this team of heroes that are actually not heroes. You know, I think that there's a lot. Go, go ahead sorry
1: I, I just about to say it's also very interesting that we we kind of um I of of the two you know inevitably they will be compared but I think that it's very interesting that um, we've kind of had this conversation sort of uh, bouncing around in in nerd space that you know some people kind of just have this this sort of antipathy to, um, villains becoming heroes, and so it kind of feels like it's sort of in an underdog position. Like mm-hmm. people just kind of feel like, well, sometimes hero, you know, sometimes villains just need to go ahead and just stay villains, or you know, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's something there that is to be proved of its own accord, rather than trying to kind of follow after, you know, the Suicide Squad or, or necessarily even. Kind of put itself in the comparison space with that, you know, franchise.
0: Yeah, and I think, and I think that you, and I think that there are times where you can subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so obviously, the people, the creatives involved, know that the Suicide Squad exists. They've ha- already had two movies. They already, mm-hmm. already had Peacemaker, where Amanda Waller, you know, is such a, a major figure in that. You know, I think that the knowledge that the fans and the audience at large are aware of what the suicide squad is just go to me goes even further to why it would be so much cooler if they subvert those expectations Uh by having the by having the you know again spoiler for my article but you know which is basically the government thinks that they're doing a suicide squad
2: right (laughs)
0: right you know they think that they're like recruiting these former villains and giving them the opportunity to um to work as heroes where they're cracking the whip and controlling the leash but in reality uh the the villains are actually uh running the con on on the government
1: i'm here for it <laughs> yeah. i feel like it's going to be i feel like it's going to be a very fun movie i really do
0: yeah just, i just i hope the, so
1: the premise yeah
0: yeah. And, you know, another piece, at least in my, in my uh, envisioning is that all of these characters that we've seen in other things, uh, with the exception of US agent, um, you know, will get like new aliases, which uh-huh. will allow them to kind of be better fit in their, um, you know, in, in their, um, their roles in the con, you know, basically, if they're, if they're being repositioned as heroes for the public. Then they have to be in character,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you'll be happy to know that in in my version of this movie, uh, Smiling Tiger does in fact exist. Um, <laughs> he's a, he, he's a he's an he's a black man that pretends to be Wakandan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: like they mentioned him, why not bring him in? I. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He pretends to be Wakanda because he knows like he's 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 all he has all the skills and he's super competent, but he realizes that if he's if he, you know, if he says he's Wakandan, then, you know, people actually, you know, trust his 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 uh, competence and they don't undercut him. Then if he's just a regular white dude. Which is relatable, which is relatable. Um, (laughs) Just learn, just learn a little accent. People will be like, oh, I must take you seriously now. Not just some. Oh, some oh
1: he's, he's not one of this, those American Negroes.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I feel like that would be a, a cool little running gag in the movie.
2: <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, details will continue to, to spill out because we don't even have a date uh, when this movie is supposed to drop. Probably, we're probably. Um, I think I. I think they were thinking about filming in 2023 and summer 2023 so you know we're, we're probably like two years out from it it dropping so thunderbolts and the other project that also uh recently got confirmed uh almost hot off the presses wonder man yep randy do you have a lot of uh experience with wonder man
1: i i I recently read his solos, and I will say they're not really much to write home about, but I do feel like this is a great time. Like what we've kind of seen with um, Scarlet Witch and and a couple of other characters is that the MCU is pretty good at like taking characters who typically don't, you know, have sort of a a more straightforward or have sort of um, a mythos that's sort of tying with other characters and giving those characters their own agency that that makes them more compelling. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like Wanda is not only interesting in regards to the other folks around her. She has her own motivations, her own feelings. And, you know, it's so, I feel like Wonder Man will benefit immensely (laughs) from the fact Mm -hmm. that this movie is coming out because like one of the first things that we kind of hear from people who you know think about wonder man aside from who the heck is that is that he's (laughs) born and and like he he is sort of in that way i hate to say it because you know the 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 potential is there when you like you you have this character whose abilities are derived on ionic energy which you know if you're a science person you kind of uh can imagine sort of the applications of, of how that would work um but writers typically just kind of have him as like the flying brick in the background Mm -hmm. and and he he swoons after uh uh wanda he you know after scarlet witch and that's kind of really the extent of him you know as a character he he uh recently in uh i believe it was uncanny Mm -hmm. avengers rogue had actually absorbed the, you know she actually absorbed wonder man's essence and like that was how she was able to use her powers you know so he Mm. was basically only existing only for her to you know to be a battery for her abilities so um Yeah.
0: yeah i know for me personally you know growing up I only really, th- I didn't think, I never really thought about Wonder Man in terms of his powers. Yeah. I thought of him in more in the realm of he's the superhero that's also an actor, you know, like he's a right, Hollywood, right. like, and I think that that's going to be the approach more so than, than focusing on his power set, which can, you know, can kind of very quickly go off the charts. Well, um, yeah, I think course. that, I think that, you know, the, the, the superhero as celebrity of it all like really uh, has some room um, for you know that especially because this is going to be a TV series and not a movie, mm-hmm. um, there, there's there's going to be some room for for comedic um, levels where they can kind of send up the Hollywood scene, um, you know, by having a superhero that's also an actor. Yeah, um, one yeah. thing that one thing that's super intriguing to me. Is that, you know, we didn't mention this until just now. Uh, Destin Daniel Credin, who um, worked on, uh, you know, Shang-Chi um, and is also Asian American, um, he's going to be um, helming this uh, as the uh, helming the series as the director and executive producer. Um, and, you know, there's some, some question, that, you know, as an Asian American lead. I'm starting Asian American creative. Does that mean that maybe some some racial draft, or race bending might be afoot? Um, you know, I, it got me thinking about uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, where they had the Bruce Lee thing, and you know, and you know how how wild would it be if there was if if you know Simon Williams was was an Asian American uh, actor and stuntman you know and and, it's it's
1: it's interesting that you you mentioned that because he he is um he's an actor he is a stunt man um but he also i'm not sure how recent the development is but i did read that simon williams is also a pacifist Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is like is very but i think
0: that's a i think that's a recent development but 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 i agree right
1: right exactly so like it's, it's very interesting that that you know that he recently had the development as a pacifist. They could be like, "Oh, actually, he's he's Buddhist," or <laughs> you know, so you know, so he, he, his faith might tie into that, or, or what have you. So yeah, that's a very interesting possibility there. Um, and and it's ripe to be explored. I don't know if they will, but like, I mean, there's not there's not much room to to sort of uh, you know, to to speak up against that. I feel like there's a lot of room to play with. You know some of his background
0: there yeah and we would be remiss if we didn't mention that you know uh sort of secondary i would say if we were talking about uh, team projects that have been speculated about by marvel fans for years um you have you've had the thunderbolts and you've had young avengers as one a and one b and then you know way down on the list is uh, west coast avengers and, you know, he's pretty closely associated with the West Coast Avengers. And we already have, you know, obviously Shang-Chi out there, Ant-Man and the Wasp are out there, and uh, She-Hulk will be out there. So, you know, got a little contingent of superheroes who could form the West Coast Avengers if they decided that that was a route that they wanted to go. So, you know, fingers crossed in that respect.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And, and really that's kind of where he shines anyway. Like <laughs> I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't necessarily put him over on the main Avengers team. Like, you know, so.
0: And, uh, you know, speaking of superhero teams that are often speculated about, I would say speculated about a little less than the West coast Avengers, but rising up very quickly, that would be the midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. So we just, uh, last, last week, we got a midnight Suns a uh, video game trailer. Um, and uh, we're also getting a new Midnight Suns uh, comic series. Now the lineup for this team is going to have Blade, mm-hmm. who you might know from uh, being Black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's also going to have Wolverine, who I'm sure you've heard of. Um, it's also going to have Kushala, the spirit Writer, the mm-hmm. uh, Native American ghost rider who remains undrafted. Hmm. Interesting. Um, (laughs) Ileana Rasputin, aka Magic. Uh, Nico Minoru, who's also undrafted. And the uh, fairly new character, Zoe Laveau from Strange Mm -hmm. Academy. Now, you're a regular reader of Strange Academy, right, Randy?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Uh, Could you tell the readers a little bit about Zoe Laveau?
1: Well, she's a descendant of the voodoo queen, Marie Laveau. And she is I forget exact origin of of her ability, but essentially she was um, saved from death, and like I guess her her parents or or like you know someone in her family saved her from death, and she is undead. But hmm. she she um you know she practices magic at at Strange Academy with all the other burgeoning mages and witches and warlocks and whatnot.
0: Okay, all right. So this is you know I mean. Uh, this, is an, this is going to be an interesting incarnation of the team, for sure. The writer is going to be Ethan Sachs, who I'm not familiar with, um, and artist Luigi, Luigi Zaccara, Zagaria, my, my apologies. Um, it's going to take place in the fall, September, sorry. So in the fall, so next season, for those of you who are paying attention to our seasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go ahead and give some bonus points to the characters that have uh, that have been confirmed for the series. So uh, let's start with, sorry guys, I didn't have it in front of me. Uh, we got to start with Blade, uh-huh. our boy, our boy Blade, who'll get himself uh, uh, two bonus points. Vamp for me. Uh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? You know, I'm not um, having um, Blade uh... in, the, in the realm of the, uh, in the Black delegation.
1: I I things might have gone a tad differently had we not been dealing with money, but I I, uh, <laughs> I gotta roll with the punches.
0: I mean, trades are always a possibility here, Randy. You know, we could we could talk yeah. we could we could talk some trades. We could throw some some possibilities out there, you know, because I'm you know I, I've spoken with 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 representatives of the East Southeast Asian delegation. There they would be open to trading blade, you know. Hmm. um, and uh wolverine of course of the multiracial contingent
1: yeah i'm pretty sure they're not open to trade (laughs) logan
0: yeah i mean what what can you even trade for really
1: i i might i might have to i might have to uh, (laughs) go after some some uh unusual Picks. y'all would be like what in the world black nico minaru <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no i mean Zoe Laveau is right there my dude <laughs> um yeah so i mean three of those characters are, are asked for <laughs> and sort of undrafted i it would be it would be so ironic if one of the other delegations went ahead and scooped up kushala
1: like, um, you know, like What?
0: <laughs> look, the spirit rider. <laughs>
1: I mean, look, if she goes from being the spirit rider to the soul rider, is that that <laughs> is that, that different?
0: Is you know what? I'm mad. I'm mad that we don't have that. We have never had a soul rider. Like, <laughs> I am. I, you know, Randy. You, you missed out. You missed out. There's, there's <laughs> definitely, you could have got yourself some bonus points this season very early on a, on a Soul Rider.
2: <laughs> Soul Rider!
0: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But yeah, so uh, stay tuned for Midnight Suns, both in video game form and also in comic form in the fall. And, um, you know, stay tuned with, I mean, there have been a lot of rumors about MCU Midnight Suns you know, there's a Blade uh, movie still in development. There's that um, that Halloween special that seems to Real be Wolf by Night, yeah. Seems to be coming together. Um, you know, some a lot of rumors around Ghost Rider, but
1: um, and I believe wasn't wasn't uh, Elsa Bloodstone mentioned rumored uh, somewhere in the mix as well.
0: Yeah, all those rumors have been swirling, and you know, the the right time for it to happen would be. Uh, around Halloween, at that yep. Halloween special, f- to f- get it confirmed that the uh, Midnight Suns will be coming, and this is the second time that Midnight Suns is being spelled with the U instead of the O, uh, mm-hmm. making it less, making it uh, less gender, um, you know, gendered. So I think that's going to be the branding, Midnight Suns. And the final news story, uh, for those of you who are fans of Game of Thrones. John Snow's back sort of kind of potentially in development a new game of thrones sequel is in development hbo max what what but but the finale but we all hated it <laughs> did we though did we though? I, mean, I mean
1: a lot of people did but but that having been said i don't think that they like Wanted the world to end, per se. I think that a lot of the complaint was that they wanted more meat on the bone anyway. So, I mean, it does. I know
0: that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it's like people were mad because that's how it ended. Yeah. But if it doesn't end because it's coming back Mm -hmm. and they can correct some of the things that you know people didn't like.
1: and and my my only my only qualm with this um is how does this affect the the presence of the black knight in the MCU other than that i'm like okay fine cool i'll i'll try it
0: i mean he can still do a movie here and there yeah
1: i like i say i it, it may be nothing but i'm just i mean know. plus
0: this is in development right so like you know it's going to take a little while before they get it together they've got this you know they got their prequel show that's launching in the fall and you know that's going to get a lot of attention you know i I, i'm i think it's fine i just think it shows that kit harrington was looking at that uh sheet of uh possible projects and and it was coming up kind of kind of light yeah you know so he's like you know what going back to the going back to uh Iceland or wherever, you know, and put put the furs back on <laughs> hang out with some CGI direwolves, you know, king of the north, Jon Snow.
2: Yeah.
0: I just wish there was a way to bring back old girl. Bring back bring back old girl maybe as a as a white walker that has a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first listen, he already got it on with his with his aunt. Get getting it on with a, a uh a White Walker version of his of his uh ex-girlfriend that happens to be played by his real life wife, you know.
1: Okay, I, I wanna go on record
0: as not supporting that idea. You're not supporting human zombie romance? Is this what we're hearing? You gotta open up, you know, you gotta open yourself I up.
1: I, I don't really have to open up, I don't think. I'm good actually. Like, you know, don't knock it till you try it, but I'm I'm gonna have to preemptively knock down one. <laughs> <I'm good>. there,
0: <laughs> listen, the prob- <laughs> look, the problem with zombie human romance generally is that zombies are always trying to kill you. I and mean, not generally in- it's the
2: necrophilia of it all. <laughs>
0: but- I mean, is it necrophilia if they're if they're alive? Or- <laughs> yes. Like, un- I mean, well, oh, so so people are fine with human <laughs> vampire. People are fine with human vampire romance, but I, human I, zombie romance.
1: I, I, I want to go on record as saying I am also not for human vampire romance. Um, no, but uh, uh, by all means, put it up for a poll. See what <laughs> the fans think.
0: <laughs> and I very specifically said, reformed White Walker with a heart of gold not not a not one of the not one of the mindless you know they can't speak in full sentences you know this she's got those extra blue eyes right i mean that's piercing piercing blue
1: (laughs) that's essentially one of the alphas from from the Zack snyder zombie (laughs) zombie movie like i'm I, I don't. I'm good.
0: Well, well, we'll workshop it. We'll try to figure out how to I'll make it to work. Swipe
1: left or right <laughs> or whatever the other one is on the look.
0: I'm gonna tell you. I, I believe in the power of Tumblr. I believe in the power of shipping. If we put it out in the universe, they'll figure out how to make it work. All right.
1: <laughs> they can have it. Enjoy. They are welcome to it.
0: All right, it's gonna bother me. I can't, for some reason I can't remember the name of Rose Leslie's character on Game of Thrones. I have to look it up. Um, so vamp for me. It um, was. What's her name? Oh, Egret. Yes. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yes. So, uh, w- listen, uh, you you listeners out there who have access to uh, fanfics, hook <laughs> us up with some with some uh, White Walker Egret fanfic. Uh, with Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I, about
1: Sadly, I feel like if you just Google long and hard enough, <laughs> there's already some out there waiting for you to, to partake of. <laughs> yeah,
0: look. He's the king of the north, but he knows how to go down south. That's what I know. All right. And that is our news for uh, two weeks. We covered it all. Randy, how do you feel? Um, we're I, gonna, we're, I, we're I, sh- I go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I was about to say I'm. I'm. I'm very. I'm feeling like the two weeks was was <laughs> worth the wait. We got just enough chaos in.
0: <laughs> and yeah, so we'll come back after after our break, and we'll start talking about racial draft business. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> racial draft business. So, what were your thoughts about how the fifth and the sixth week? of the supplemental draft went
1: um i saw a couple of them that like really made me sort of you know nod my head in approval and and a couple of them made me like oh okay you you think you're slick i i mm-hmm. uh
0: <laughs> i think i know what we're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah um I'm, I'm uh I, I have some words for that but it's all good all right.
0: So, uh, yeah, w- normally we run down the picks, but uh, I think it'll be more fun. It'll be more fun if we just go, if we, we allow uh, the story to unfold since since it is two <laughs> weeks worth of story. Um, and we'll start the story with uh, some, you know, we got to give some bonus points for approval. Uh, kicking off the week of approval is uh, 100% approval ratings for Latino White Tiger Latino white tiger and Latino white tiger. That's right. All three white tigers by the Latinx delegation got 100% approval rating and uh, more power to them for um, coloring within the line, so to speak. Um, so yeah, 20 points for the white tigers. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we've talked at length about how important I think uh, we think that the White Tigers should be uh, mm-hmm. both in comics and in live action. So I have no problems, no qualms with um, them putting the claim. And the only qualm I have is that it took this long, took this long for, for the Latinx delegation to put their, their claim in on the White Tigers. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, Hector Ayala. It was Angela Del Toro and Ava Ayala uh, all secured two of which secured by uh, family chaining but wow. uh yeah good on them but kicking off the first pick of round five was uh the swanamena delegation barbara and minerva aka cheetah not Tigra, cheetah <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know I'm, i'll fast forward to the to, to the to the to the to the fun part of the story which is that 100 approval rating for North African cheetah yeah and I don't have any issues with North African cheetah I don't think uh anyone should but I maybe. mean like,
1: literally like like before we had the Swana Mina delegation I I wanted to draft her as well like I think it was uh, uh I want to say it was, it was it was a couple of seasons back I I, I haven't drafted mm-hmm. her recently, but it was a couple of seasons back I was like yeah I mean why why not have this this powerful woman like want to kind of you know she's an archaeologist I believe Mm -hmm. and wanting to uncover the the ancient history and and finding herself entwined in the mythology itself um along the way and sort of being like I I don't know if I'm I'm cool with Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. it, it, it just it feels right it really does
0: yeah. And I mean, you know, like you said, she's an archaeologist, like, you know, traditionally she's a, uh, he's, she's British, which means she's like full, full, uh, you know, museum colonizer, yeah. essentially, you know, yeah. she's like, oh, who, which cultures can I pillage, um, you know, <laughs> <Right>. from, <laughs> you know, like, at least by making her, you know, at least by making her North African, even if she's still European. Um, you know, of North African descent, even if uh-huh. she's still European, she you know she could sort of explain herself as, well, you know'm I am going to these places that are resonant for my culture uh-huh. and and trying to uh, more ethically uh, acquire these artifacts. Right. And you know, it, it gives her like a, an additional layer of why she feels um, like she deserves that power
1: yeah exactly
0: you know as opposed to you know just wanting to speak to the manager and <laughs> just being right i
1: mean because she she otherwise she is the colonizer who who fights the 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 symbol of social justice <laughs> with, with the power of appropriation <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> right so uh, i am all for i mean you know could have it could have also worked as as an as a non-North African as a right, you know another right. another African but North African works too and you know i I've, you know I've saw some fan castings around um oh my god I'm forgetting her name right now um oh give me oh sorry guys um, oh, cool. um the actress um, oh uh,
1: Kristen Wig I believe no no
0: no 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 not the actress Portland. who played no, not the actress who played uh uh cheetah in the movie the actress. I saw some some people, I guess some years back, um, who were fan casting. Oh. Um, um sorry guys, I'm trying to. It's on the tip of my tongue. Hmm. Um Sophia Butella, there we go. Oh,
1: right, okay. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah.
0: yeah, so I saw some people who were um fan casting Sophia Butella. And you know what? Wouldn't be mad at it. Like you know, as far as like we've seen her ability to bring physicality to the role. Um, you know, again, she's um, I believe she's Algerian. Um, so that that would be a cool that would be a cool uh, reimagining of of uh, of Cheetah.
1: Yeah, agreed. Moving
0: on, and like I said, 100% approval rating. So points points uh speaking of points more latinx points as uh catalina chavez or as i call her uh canada chavez um (laughs) she got 100 approval rating as well so uh good on her her 20 points so they may not have you know the latinx delegation they lost out on native america chavez but they were able to uh, acquire her sister and they got the and they got the uh the approval points. Moving on to a character not falling short of the threshold. This is a, this is a this was maybe unfortunate, maybe not. Uh, Exodus, eighty-four uh, percent approval rating for the Jewish delegation. Uh, I just feel like um, you know Genesis, Jewish Genesis probably would have gotten a ninety percent, um, but Jewish Exodus fell a little short. <laughs> um, uh, another character that fell short significantly uh the polynesian delegation they selected clert aka the super scroll um I, ju- I you know i just think that um Tomatee didn't really lay out as well um his story for the polynesian scroll um so yeah the people uh sort of rejected it. 50 percent approval yeah. you know that's a that's a, that's 50 50 people just they weren't here for it um, Yeah. But I mean, we're still, we still love to hear uh, what your, your thought process was, uh Tomatee, with, with respect to a Polynesian super scroll. Uh, but one thing that got 100% approval rating East Asian quake. None of that multiracial quake here. Fully, fully East Asian quake. Yes. Daisy Johnson, 100% approval points points (laughs) i'm here for it for sure uh you know obviously we love um we love chloe bennett but you know still for the comics for the canon making her asian american all the way here for it
1: well, I, 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 will just, uh, I will just let this be the, the alternate reality where Chloe Bennett does not have to
0: change. Uh, her name to Chloe Bennett. She can be Chloe right, Bennett. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and 100% approval rating for the family chained, East Asian Mr. Hyde. So she got the Asian dad. And people yeah. approve of that as well. So yeah, points for the East Southeast Asian delegation for closing the loop. Um. Additionally, oh, this is this this is unfortunate. We can we can talk about it. Vandal the Savage, sixty seven percent approval rating. We 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 tried to talk it through. Look, we, we we tried to talk it through. The first Caucasian, you know, he was. Uh, I mean, it
1: is it, the the story. I never properly put out a, a backstory. I may mean, still write it up, but it's just a very funny thought process, or or kind of you know, it, it funny, not funny, haha, but <laughs> kind of that messed up sort of way that, like, at the root of. Of my idea because again, he, he is a, a character who has been associated with some very racist foolishness
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and just general, like just a lot of ugliness. I'll put it that way. But it was it was very um the first thought that occurred to me was that the 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 media writer or whatever that fell to earth and changed him probably changed him physically as well. It had to have made mm-hmm. him somehow different. And yeah. you know, just being rejected because you know intellectually you're you're different. You think you know in, in this kind of way that is is disturbing. Antithetical,
0: yeah. Antithetical yeah. And, that, yeah.
1: Right. And and so
0: like uh, I said, I think that if you had written it up, I think that if you had written it up fairly early on mm-hmm. and like laid it out for the people um you know not left it up for people's imagination where people right. just listen to the show i think that people might have been like you know what i'm fucking with it you know like I mean, it's I, a, like almost like um not exactly the same thing because he's not like he wouldn't be like an albino per se right, right i mean right. We, like you know how like we, we all watch black lightning right and mm-hmm. you know we had like uh tobias whale um right. you know who was an albino who hated black people <laughs> like, um but I mean, it, it was it was not like I don't know it's just the
1: story kind of just rolled out like it just was it it was intended to be something that that because he felt that kind of resentment he tried to like I mean it, it was a very interesting kind of just the stream of consciousness that came forth from it but I I kind of also at the same time felt like is there really a way they going to buy this because it is it's, it's I don't know it's just it's a very hard sell just because he first of all he is a villain so like any of his motivation there's not really anything that I can do to be like hey there's actually a a cause here underlying that sort of justifies his character nope he's evil (laughs) that's just all there's to be said about so like anything that came from that um you if you have the black character like be kind of the at the root of white supremacy that's that's not that's not a good look it's not i
0: mean yeah it's not but you know he's the root of so many other bad things like i mean it would be it's better than if he was just like doing it in in the name of blackness right right yeah, nice. I mean,
1: I, I felt I felt like there was gonna be some some sort of like ugliness regardless, and so it did it, it did kind of intimidate me from putting out the story, and you know, it, especially given how uh we we've had a couple of times like some random passers by on the timeline mm-hmm. will kind of you know take the story out of context and be like, oh, this is what like no I'm, I'm not actually for this this isn't a good idea this is just for the game so well
0: you know you gotta you gotta you gotta have the balancing act you yeah. know you gotta be like this is a creative endeavor you know especially because like i like the idea that like his features are like still kind of black mm-hmm. but he's just in denial so like any so so someone like tries to bring it up And he's like, would he talk? No, no, of course not. (laughs) He, I mean, essentially
1: he's like the first white passing black person. And so, like, he doesn't have like a history of how to kind of navigate that. And so with his he
0: creates the entire playbook to navigate.
1: Right. 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 His 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 intellect kind of being, you know not just having the heightened intellect but the intellect no but here's
0: the no but here's the twist though i was sorry to cut you off the twist would be that like his intellect isn't actually that heightened (laughs) like he just thinks he's just his arrogance his arrogance is heightened i mean it, 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 it occurred to
1: me that it would be a heightened intellect but it would be like a heightened intellect as informed by kind of racial and tribal trauma right so yeah, okay, sure, he's gotten smarter and figured out how to kind of navigate the world better, but <laughs> still, like, the the solutions that you come to just because you have this heightened IQ is not necessarily something that's the most logical, it's just kind of something that as a result of your experiences, you sort of parse that out and assume <laughs> that it's the most Logical conclusion when it's really not. It's really just oh, no. your feelings.
0: Oh no. See, what I was thinking is that like I wasn't even going to make him like sympathetic in that way. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't thinking of him as like someone who like had some bad experiences. I was yeah. more thinking that like his his worldview got twisted. You know, yeah. so like the things that he, the way that he looked at the world changed. You know, Uh and the solutions that were admittedly more innovative and more, um, you know, uh, outside of the box compared to his compatriots, Uh um, by one point of view, could be seen as more advanced, but he was willing to be destructive in a way that the other people thinking was not willing to be. You know, it's kind of like if we build this thing. You know, it will poison, you know, uh, half the population. It's like, yeah, and you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know right. what I'm mean? saying? Like, right. Like, like, right. His, like other like his his he would develop something that was, you know, advanced and not care about the harm. Right. You know, yeah. and that was and that was his in his mind, that's what made him superior, that like oh. he was willing to create harm in order to create um advancement for others like he you know and and of course he would be ostracized for that of course people would say you know what are you doing You're this is not you know this is not in keeping with our culture right and that yeah. would set, I mean, and that would set him apart
1: yeah yeah I think I think that's a really great way to go like I said I had to I had to try to like kind of reconcile with a whole lot of feelings there because I, mm-hmm. I i didn't <laughs> you know you 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 uh you, you make these comments and stuff about trying to promote diversity and and, and all this other mm-hmm. stuff and one day somebody quote tweets you like this you <laughs> like i, I wow. want to you know i, I, I feel you smoke, so. <laughs> I, feel,
0: I feel you i feel you um but let's go let's move on to uh from 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 uh black uh to white uh the um Ms. Martian, uh, who we know uh, is uh, actually not a green Martian, is actually a white Martian. Uh, the white delegation went ahead and drafted her appropriate an ass, um, <laughs> uh, but only got seventy five percent approval for her. Um, but I would still like the idea of uh, Ms. Martian, uh, sorry, Miss Martian, sorry, as the uh, as the appropriator. You know, she she means well, uh, but you know, she still would like oh. to speak to. The, the Martian manager <laughs> hunter, um,
1: she, she she comes from a race of of conquering colonizers. I yeah. think I think, and then
0: she chooses be- the, to be uh to to wear the. Wait a second, is she Martian yeah. Dolossal? <laughs> she chooses to wear the color she- of she the will- oppressed people, right? Exactly, because she feels bad about what her what her people did she, she identifies as, <laughs>
1: as a minority
0: mm. Mm. wow <laughs> that is the martian
1: a martian melanin hunter
0: martian melanin hunter. Right. <laughs> damn we, we 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 cracked the we cracked the case <laughs> uh, but but unfortunately only 75 percent approval rating i approved i approved of the
1: i did approval. i really did
0: Um, uh, Another alien, though, another green alien, in fact, but this one was a South Asian Uh, Brainiac 5, who you might know uh, from the Supergirl series, Mm -hmm. Um, also South Asian Um, Brainiac 5 from the future Uh, 90% approval for South Asian Brainiac 5 Um, you know I'm sure there's some I'm sure there's some stereotype thinking in my in my in my idea of the. Um, of the brainiac, as it were, <laughs> you know, uh, being being some kind of Asian. But uh, I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and own it and say that uh, Quirrell Docs uh, is, uh, you know, I I, could, I can definitely see it. I can definitely see uh, South Asian brainiac, especially uh, one of the things that that have that has been taking shape across this season of the racial draft is that Kryptonians. Uh, have basically been uh, taken over by yeah. the East Asian and South Asian delegations. Uh, just,
1: and I'm here for it. Yeah,
0: you know, so you've got a, you know, you've got a South Asian uh, brainiac, you've got a South Asian uh, Zod, you've got a South Asian uh, Supergirl, and you have East Asian uh, House of L. Uh, you know, with, with Superman and uh, and his his whole lineage. So. You know, just keep on, keep on rocking, uh, Kryptonian Asian connections. But uh, yeah, ninety percent approval rating. People, people approved.
1: I'm, I'm not Bing- sure of the actual actor who played him on Supergirl. Um, what his ethnicity is, but
0: yeah, he's South Asian.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm forgetting his name though. Give me a second. Um.
1: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see Jesse Wrath.
0: Jesse Jesse rath There we go.
1: And okay, yeah, okay.
0: So uh, yeah, so you know uh, moving on. Uh oh, they also got through the family chaining. They got uh, Brainiac one, the original Brainiac. Uh, also 100. Well, yeah, also 100 approval rating for for the Brainiac. So even more viral, viral docs. Yeah, I'd be for, I'd, I would definitely be for a South Asian depiction of Brainiac uh, in, in live action. Um, you know, the main Brainiac, not Brainiac 5. Sure. But also we, we got a 100% approval rating for multiracial rogue. We talked about this as well. Uh, look, rogue's gotta be from the South. That's true.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh has gotta have the accent. Also true. Uh-huh. But she's also gotta be a little thick. And um <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Multiracial rogue with the cakes. She's because <laughs> she's uh, you know, she's a little mixed.
1: <laughs> she, you may sure she she's like <laughs> up on the on the uh the, collard- <laughs> the cornbread.
0: Yeah, look. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Not mad at so- it. And we've definitely seen some, some, um, some cosplayers, some, some multiracial cosplayers of Rogue. True. So yeah, true. I, I mean, it. it, it we can, we can, <laughs> we can, we can, we can see it in our mind's eye. Is what I'm saying. It's not a stretch of our imagination. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh so here's uh here's some here's here's a, a a pick that was a little outside of the box and we never got an explanation uh behind it. Um maybe we can come up with one right now. The Grand Master was acquired by the Native American delegation.
1: I um, it's, it's given colonizer. I don't know. So
0: so I don't think the Grandmaster in the comics is really like a colonizer like he is in the movie. Um, he's just really just about the games of it all, you know, and the competition. So like, he's an elder of the universe. Yeah. So you can imagine a world where he just came to Earth and he just kind of got the people going, brought brought games to the Native Americans.
1: Mm, yeah but i mean like i'm i'm trying to think because like my my experience with the grandmaster is not a whole lot i i will admit that um like i'm trying to think my my more recent kind of experience with the character he uh i believe it was no surrender Mm
0: -hmm. yeah he was no surrender Mm
1: -hmm. and he he made a bet with living lightning and like, it was it was very interesting. Like the actual premise of that was that the whole, I guess, Earth and like, it, it was like Earth was in the balance or something like that. And they, mm-hmm. they kind of had, you know, um, different characters that were like using Earth as battleground. And, and so that's kind of like where my thought process is. I don't really know of any other stories featuring him, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of his stories are, are, are of that kind of nature. Uh, we're just gonna like randomly pick people have them like fight for his amusement mm-hmm, and um you know he just loves the sport of it all but yeah he's he doesn't have like like i said in in the in the uh door ragnarok they have mm-hmm. him as like the leader well, not the leader but whatever the the dictator of a of a place but right. really he's just into the 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 contest of it all the gaming part of it exactly and that's the part that's consistent with his character that he's just across incarnations he's just into the gaming um i mean so that isn't to say that he can't be native american but it just doesn't like uh sort of on its own doesn't like hop in and make itself self-evident
1: i mean at least not positively like i mean well
0: that definitely not
1: <laughs> definitely <laughs> not positively. yes I, uh, yeah um, oh
0: so, yeah so the people gave us 66.6 uh, approval so you know two-thirds but definitely below our threshold so uh you know gotta gotta do a little bit more native american delegation you want to sell it um speaking of characters that definitely should have been sold a little bit more um uh we we had uh the martian melanin hunter of, of Miss Martian, but uh, her brother um, was also up through the family chaining, but the people didn't approve as much of that. Um, so, uh, Mikam Moores uh, was only 60% approved. Uh, this, I believe this is the version of the character that exists in the Young Justice universe. Um, so, uh, Malefak. Um, but yeah, people were just kind of like, I mean, you're a white Martian, but you're not a white Martian, is what we're saying. <laughs> so, I get it. I get it. Uh, another Native American delegation pick that didn't quite hit the way f- people thought it would, Agent Cleary, who you might have seen on the Ms. Marvel show, um, played by not a Native American. Um, <laughs> <laughs> approval rating for Native American Asian Clear. At least uh, there was a a backstory for this character. Um, I just think that maybe people just really liked the version of the character that we had already seen in No Way Home and had already seen uh, on Miss Marvel. So it just wasn't enough to get over the hump and uh, get people thinking about uh, having this character be uh, Native American. You know, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles, so to speak. Um. Ooh, this one was was a little bit, little bit shaky, but I I, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, Multiracial delegation got themselves Robbie Reyes. Mm-hmm. Um. However, Mexican Filipino Robbie Reyes in LA car culture. I can I can see it. What about you?
1: I I know nothing about uh that location or that culture, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I, you know, they, they, uh, at least you you can, you know, sort of imagine it's not too far. Like I've, I've heard of, of people who are Filipino, who have like Latino last names and stuff. So it's not something far off for me.
0: And, and, you know, in LA, there's a pretty strong, um, interplay between the two communities, um, you know, and, I don't know. I I mean, I I feel like from, you know, obviously, traditionally, Robbie Reyes is just just Mexican. Right. But I don't think it's that much of a departure um, for the character to be Mexican and Filipino, especially uh, in in L.A. You know, got a little Asian representation in there. Not mad at it. And the people, 90 percent approval rating. So. That's the threshold. Bonus points for Robbie Reyes. So we're uh, we're uh,
1: we're gonna have uh, the the Asian and, and Latino delegations kind of uh, finagle you to see if they can get some points as well.
0: Oh no, we we have to talk about that for next season. Um, you know, but as for now, the multiracial delegation gets to to benefit from from the from the from the double love of. Uh, but but that would definitely listen next season, that'd be an interesting strategy where like, you know, if if they' if the de- if the two races, um, you know, win the threshold, they get some points too. So that would be incentive for, for the different races to support it. Yeah. Um, but we're not there yet. Where we are is 100 approval rating for South Asian. Madam Zanadu, who um, let's be honest, often presented as um, you know, either uh, Swarthy as, as we like to say yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or just a full out uh, Romani. And as we spoke earlier, Romani have roots in uh, South Asia. Mm-hmm. So that is a 100% approval rating those bonus points for the South Asian delegation. Uh, Continued domination of the uh, DC Justice League dark magical world Um, bonus points for Madam Zanadu. Falling short of the threshold, even though uh, we got 90% approval for Robbie Reyes only 83.3% approval for Gabriel Reyes, um, multiracial. So I guess people were like, no, do not approve of uh, his younger brother not being Mexican. 83%. Uh, Additional family chaining, Voyager. Do you remember Voyager from the No Surrender book, right? Uh, 70% approval. Uh, for her in the Native American delegation, yet again, not enough, not enough uh, story as to how how she fits within within the delegation. I think Black delegation. I'm going to clear out for you. Carrie Kelly.
2: Carrie Kelly is
1: is not a character that i'm hugely familiar with but i do know that she has uh this history as being a robin and and she i think for a time was like a cat girl and then became bat woman like she's she's, you know all throughout that that alternate history with the dark knight um Mm -hmm. wise i believe it is
0: yeah, so I only know her from the Dark Knight Universe or Dark Knight Returns Universe. Um is she in the mainstream universe at all? I
1: I honestly I don't think she is, but I've I've been calling for it just because like part of me is um you know as as a Barbara Gordon fan, a lot of the controversy around Barbara Gordon is that they kind of want her to be Batgirl girl to some degree and want her to be oracle to some degree and nobody can really seem to square that circle like we kind of have just inconsistent portrayal of barbara gordon as you know between those two personas mm-hmm. and i felt like part of you know a good way to sort of resolve that is if you wanted to have a redhead be bat Girl. <laughs> Why not just introduce Carrie Kelly? Why not just have her mm. be that? And then, you know, you can have Barbara move on to just be mm. an Oracle, and it's a much more prominent role anyway, you know.
0: So I think the, I mean, if, if we're being honest, I think part of the problem is that this is a character in, in Barbara Gordon that mm-hmm. has two incarnations that are almost equally popular, right. you know, and right. You know like i and it and it's a tough spot to be in if you're d c because you know, on one hand, Oracle is a really important character mm-hmm. and you know really is uh resonant and important for uh disabled um fans and just disability representation you know at at its root you know at, but because of the situation of how she became disabled mm-hmm. um you know, there's, there's some squeamishness about the, about the victimization of it all. Yeah. Um, And I think that there's a temptation from like an empowerment standpoint to not have had that, um, to try to make that be something that she can quote unquote overcome, not the disability itself, but the, um, you know, the trauma that, that brought that about. You know, so I think that it's it's you know she had this vibrant time as Batgirl. She was such a popular character. She was introduced introduced on TV, and like uh-huh. people, you know, she was one of the first, if not the first, female members of the Bat family. You know, yeah. and like the other female members of the Bat family, kind of like look up to her. You know, so so I understand why why there's a a, a tension, what you know, of of like which one is the definitive. Barbara Gordon right you know
1: and, and like for me that that question sort of you know it okay we, we can't you're not going to go back they're not going to undo like they've already shown it. they're not they're not going to retcon um the killing like the, the fact that the killing joke happened um whether or not they actually acknowledge it in the main universe or whatever they still had in the main universe oracle in a wheelchair
0: yes
1: so like they're not going to go back and retcon and act like that never happened she was in the wheelchair um i i that's why i feel like Carrie kelly could could sort of square that circle and you know you don't have to have this sort of um like her her whole her the whole point of 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 Barbara Gordon being in the wheelchair was was that she was never feeling sorry for herself, mm-hmm. um, or, or or rather that was not the sort of sum total of of her feelings about being in the situation. She still managed to be productive and managed to be um, effective. And in some ways she, you know, her intellect sort of blossomed. And, and that was like a whole new side of her that made her even more effective arguably than if she just was like, you know, the person running around in the cave. Sure. So, oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, if if you want the physicality of it all, that's sort of why I feel like you can you can introduce a Carrie Kelly who who sort of is in that, that vein,
0: the athletic or whatever, but... Yeah, but the, here's the thing. No offense to Carrie Kelly. Yeah. But like, you know, Cass Kane, um, yeah. Stephanie Brown, these characters are right there. If it was just a matter of who would pick up the Batgirl mantle, you know? It's, I think it's just, I think it's really about just how popular Barbara specifically is and people wanting to see her kick ass, you know? And like, I think that DC tries to square the circle of being like, especially recently, where it's like, okay, so she's in the chair, but like occasionally she can like not be in the chair, but like she mostly is in the chair. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're trying (laughs) to like, i think they're trying to like have their cake and eat it too in that respect you know where they're like she could be Batgirl, girl but like not full time you know um she's mostly oracle but like every now and then she could be in the suit um and who knows maybe i mean i don't know i'm not i'm not that smart when it comes to trying to figure out how to like make everybody happy
1: i mean Um, it it (laughs) genuinely is it genuinely is a difficult thing just to say because i mean they could have retcon. I mean, what even does the retcon look like? Do we act like the killings joke never happened? Do we act like, I mean, you know, was she like born disabled? <laughs> I mean, what you know, there there isn't really an easy thing, and that's you know, that's our lesson for the day, kids. Don't let Edgelords <laughs> run your freaking cannon. So yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel in terms specifically mm-hmm. to Carrie Kelly um she is a character who I kind of know marginally I don't know her very well but mm-hmm. just seeing her with the the slingshot and and all of that stuff kind of being the little bright spot next to this old grizzly Batman <laughs> kind of just has always been amusing to me and so oh, no I-, I
0: definitely like her in the in that universe for sure uh-huh. i like her in the dark knight universe i don't know if she needs to um exist in the main universe or at oh, least I mean, in, in timeline. Uh,
1: of, of course not i mean arguably you know th- there are people out there who, who will argue you up and down that the bat you know the number of of bat family members <laughs> is too damn high and that you know that's just kind of how they feel about it so i mean i i get that um but i feel like she's a fun character who who could um they could find a use for her if I, i'll put it that way they they could find a use for her if she were to be introduced into the main uh yeah. continuity
0: now here's my question um do you read or have you followed in any um real way uh batman beyond i haven't because I wonder, yeah, I wonder if Carrie Kelly exists in that timeline, because that would be an interesting place for her.
1: Yeah, I mean, like there, there, um, I believe it was. Uh, like I say, I, I've kind of done some marginal, you know, reading of the wikis here and there, so <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But I've heard mm-hmm. that she becomes a Batwoman ultimately in in the, the Dark Knight universe. So I'm not sure if she even shows up outside of the dark Knight universe and that's that's kind of the question that sits yeah
0: because i get like I, and like i was saying like i think that i think that one way of squaring the circle would be to have her exist in the batman beyond timeline
2: mm-hmm.
0: um which is just you no know, down the line from i mean that,
1: that's that's sort of her thing anyway that she's like you know she's the next generation so
0: yeah yeah exactly it's like if she was like the final robin Mm-hmm. um then she would be slightly older than you know she'd be slightly older than um why well, can't I remember his name um the Batman Beyond um Ooh, Terry, McGinnis? Terry McGinnis yeah thank, thank you um yeah she would be slightly older than Terry McGinnis like you said she you know she becomes the Batwoman in that timeline so you could have like team-ups between <clears throat> uh Carrie you know uh, Carrie Kelly Batwoman and uh Terry McGinnis, Batman. And maybe that's the right place for her. Um, but all that is to say, you drafted her for the Black delegation. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I know she's Black in the, uh, you know, we don't like to talk about Gotham Knights, um, but like, yeah, I mean, what, were your, what are your thoughts just overall about uh, Black Carrie Kelly?
1: I I am just continuing my anti-ginger. <laughs> <agenda. laughs> I, I think it's it's very straightforward and very simple.
0: Um but so she's not even dyeing her hair red. Is this what we're hearing?
1: Oh no, I mean I'm I'm open to having her dye her hair red, but frankly, I feel like they're still gonna, you know, they would still complain regardless. Um okay. yeah, I, I I I just like the character. Um mm-hmm. I, I to see more of her in the main you know I want to, well, not more of her but I want to see her <laughs> in the main continuity so you know just to see how she kind of gel and 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 fit in there And I feel like you know we don't have a whole heck of a lot of uh of melanin in the bat family anyway so you know
0: I feel you um, well, I buried the lead a little bit because the people uh, only gave it a 70.5% uh, approval rating. Uh, seven, sorry, 71.5% approval rating. So definitely uh, f- fell short of the threshold. And, but, and, uh, you and know. the
1: other 20 some odd percent were over their crying ginger side. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, we, we, we move on. The East Asian delegation k-pop superhero soul he aka luna snow mm-hmm. uh, when uh, marvel wanted to mix and match uh, superheroics and uh, pop music uh, luna snow was created and um, i've not heard any of her music have you i haven't um, um but I, I, she definitely exists. There's music, there's real music that has been recorded that has been associated with Luna Snow. I know Luna Snow uh, still uh, kicking around in the comics. Uh, she's got a friendship with Cindy Moon, mm-hmm. um, you know, who is a Korean American, but, um, you know, good, good acquisition. I, I I don't know if we'll see too much of Luna Snow um, in, you know, in the larger you know larger multimedia background but you know she's she's still i
1: mean i've 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 only seen um i mean she she showed up she she showed up in the uh, the silk miniseries mm-hmm. that's, that's, um but she also has i believe it's three issues and it's a um infinity comic
0: oh i, I didn't like- know she had an infinity comic
1: Yeah, it's like three or four ish. I I believe it's already over. I don't think it was an ongoing thing, but Mm -hmm. that's out there as well. So, well,
0: okay. Because one thing that I've been uh, kicking around, and you know, I guess I can announce it live on the podcast, is that uh, I think I'm gonna be going back through the Infinity Comics and uh, doling out some bonus points based on the Infinity Comics. I'm not gonna be, you know, um, they're not gonna be scored like uh, like the FCL scoring. Right. But uh, you know, I'm gonna gonna sprinkle some some infinity points. Um, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, I because that like, I, I hate to say it, I love fantasy comics league, but that sucks. I wish they had some more folks
0: on yeah. board
1: to keep track of that stuff. Cause,
0: yeah, because those those books are those books are fun.
1: Yeah, those books are and, fun, and 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 they're spontaneous. So, like, you know, it the, the fun of that is that like. Your luck can change in an instant. You could be like, "Oh, I just want to have this little fun character," and be like, "Nope, actually, now they're <laughs> scoring. So. Now the
0: character's got uh, five Infinity Comics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And that's that's part of the fun of of uh, of our little uh, game that we've got okay. going on in the racial draft. You know, you draft a character based on like what you you hope. You know, you yeah. hope whether they hope they'll shine, and then you know that shine gets rewarded. Uh, speaking of shine, no, that's not a really good transition, but whatever. <laughs> Firestorm, Polynesian Firestorm. Uh, you know Ronnie Raymond. Um, there, like we said last a couple weeks ago, there are definitely Polynesian football players, and uh, Ronnie Raymond should fit right in that universe. And the people agreed with 100% approval rating for Polynesian uh, Ronnie Raymond Firestorm. Nice and, uh, points. Points for Ronnie Raymond. And uh, I believe
2: we have crossed into. I believe we have crossed into the uh, week eighteen. Sorry, guys. Um.
0: Speaking of uh, characters that are uh, not Polynesian, yeah, that's how I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um hercules uh, was drafted by the jewish delegation uh i'm sure there was probably a way to square that circle of you know since he's a demigod um he could have had a jewish mother and that's matrilineal but uh 75 approval rating for jewish hercules short of the threshold didn't quite get there um would have loved to hear um the 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 ways in which jewish hercules Uh, would be different from uh, conventional Hercules, never got it. So, uh, you know, we'll just press ahead. Um, we also got from the multi, sorry, not the multi, sorry, from the Swan and delegation, delegation, uh, Violet Harper, who you might know from, uh, from Young Justice, AKA Ultraviolet, no, Halo, Halo, my apologies. Halo um 100% approval rating mm-hmm. so uh points points for, for Violet Harper I you're like I said, you you watch Young Justice right
1: well I I'm not current but I I I was around when when uh the character showed up on on the show and I was about to mention like that was very interesting that they had um the character like best that that was a retcon like she in the comics uh, uh yes in the comics
0: she's white this is a this yeah. is an actual this is an actual true blue racial draft because mm-hmm. you know the the, the 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 show decided to depict her uh in the way that they did as a uh brown uh woman with a job a young woman uh with hijab uh they explore her faith um and they I, really uh, kind
1: of some of the muslim fans were not amused <laughs>
0: I, oh I didn't know that.
1: I didn't yeah, know there was, that. There was a bit of some backlash? I think uh, I mean, it's like they they showed her doing some very un-muslim things.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and of course, uh there um there's some uh she's now non well, sorry. They are now yeah, non-binary mm-hmm. um uh in this in the current season um as as they are are really coming to their own as a character. So mm-hmm. You know, I think it's an, I, You know, who knows if there if there are going to be subsequent seasons of Young Justice, but I think that what they did with with Violet Harper uh, was actually really well done, and um, hopefully, th- um, hopefully the DC will find a way to bring Violet into the main universe. Yeah. Um. Moving forward. We uh this was unfortunate because it didn't didn't click like I didn't expect it to click actually if I'm being honest. Uh the Latinx delegation, they, they tried to make a move on Monica Rambo, and the people were not having it. We will not have it. We will not have it.
1: They said um, Ram no.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um Rambo. <laughs> uh only 54. 0.6% uh, approval for Latina Monica Rambeau, um, which, you know, that's not gonna, that is not gonna gonna pass muster. No, no, no. Um speaking of, this is where things get dicey for me, um because I sorry guys, listening. Uh huh moving forward we already talked about super scroll. Mm-hmm. reptile this one now these are the picks from this current week which yeah. have not yet um you know which are not yet closed so everyone every pick from now on uh we're going to talk about it but there's going to be some some time for 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 things to change but uh reptile uh, aka um Humberto Lopez, fairly new character, um, who is uh, a young child, uh, not child, but youngish uh, teenage character who transforms into dinosaurs. Um, he is um, in the comics. He's Latino. And uh, the next delegation went ahead and drafted him. Mm-hmm. And the people are currently at 100% approval for it, which I kind of understand. Yeah. Um, we already spoke about Miss Martian. Um, we spoke about Brainiac Five, Namorita. Um, I was surprised. You know, isn't Namorita Namor's cousin?
1: Um. Well, Namora is his cousin, and then oh, Namor, okay. the, and then Namorita I think is like her clone or something. Her like her clone daughter.
0: Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. Well, the Jewish <laughs> delegation uh, dipped into the, that gene pool, as it were, and uh, got, got themselves the Jewish name, Marita, um, currently sitting at 100% approval rating. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, still, shall as, see. Yeah, still no explanation as to uh, what what the uh, Jewish name Marita brings to the table, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not super opposed to it. But so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh through racial draft family chaining, uh through the the drafting of Reptile is uh Eva Quintero, who I believe was joined uh joined up with, with Strange Academy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also- of, of the uh Latino, uh the, the Latinx uh, voices uh book. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, all the more reason that uh, it is particularly baffling that she's currently sitting at 87.5% approval, considering that, uh, you know, she's just staying Latina. That is weird. And is that it, um, I don't understand. But yeah, Eva Quintero, uh, you know, still got time listeners, if you want to approve and get the get that up to 90%, go ahead and try it, go ahead and do it. But uh, currently, below below the threshold. Uh-huh. Give me a second, guys. Just gotta do a little bit of bookkeeping here. Mm-hmm. Still going, all right. Ah, oh, the East, Southeast Asian delegation, another defensive pick for them as they acquire Martin Lee. A.K.A. Mister Negative. Uh, Mister Negative is an interesting character. Do you have a lot of uh, exposure to Mister Negative, Randy?
1: Um, most of my exposure to the character is through Cloak and Dagger. Okay. Yeah, um, he's, she's like switched up their their chi or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, I I've kind of you know I, I don't really have a whole lot of experience with him, but he. He's uh, interesting when I, show, when, I, when I see him show up.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's a big part of Spider-Man mythos. Um, you know, he's in the video game, which, you know, obviously I'm not a huge gamer, as the listeners know. But I would love to see uh, Mr. Negative uh, and Cloak and & Dagger, I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. uh, in a Spider-Man movie, um, given that their powers come from the same source, um, obviously he's a fairly new character in terms of um, creating more uh, more diversity um, in the Spider-man Mythos. There's that uh, definite obviously it's a little bit fraught because there's no May Parker um, because in the comics uh, he has an association with feast and he has an association with May and that's in the sense that his heroic not heroic but his um, sympathetic, alter ego martin yeah. lee uh just seems like such a good dude but you know when he goes negative then you know again negative <laughs> you know um so so you know it's, it's an interesting spin on the whole like jekyll and hyde thing yeah having uh having a like really nice uh guy that you you want to root for and then like a full-on villain uh when when his powers kick in um, you know, I think he's a cool character and I think that we'll see more of him, um, both in kind of like animated depictions and also in, um, the video games as well as potentially live action. There were some rumors that, uh, that we, we would be getting Mr. Negative in the MCU. Um, so we'll see how it plays out, but currently seeing at hundred percent approval. And, uh, I, I know I personally approve, so, you know, we'll see how it plays out. um oh here's here's one of yours um dark fire aka uh reander mm-hmm. talk about it
1: i mean i uh, again starfire was another one of those characters that you know i fell short in terms of having funds and and so that didn't happen but i you know I, i've really enjoyed the the casting of of all the tamaranians as being black over on titans that was Mm -hmm. very highly amusing to me um and so i was like you know and, and on top of that knowing that we don't really get a whole heck of a lot of attention in terms of their their younger brother he he's you know kind of off to the side and and um you know and they
0: definitely depict him like well no sorry it's a weird thing with him he has definitely been depicted with like dreads um, but then he also gets depicted as like straight-haired um you know
1: he's he's had a couple of times where like i mean the 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 uh i want to say the the comic that was tied to the 03 animated um teen titans the comic is the only time that he shows up in relation to that show um and there he is straight haired but like in his original appearance uh uh in, in he has movie, a full-on afro right he has he i mean i wouldn't say like you know negro hair but it's, it's curlier hair i'll say you know so at least you would kind of be like mm maybe not caucasian he, yeah. kind of awesome. at the
0: very least the multiracial delegation might have right Some, some
1: <laughs> curl this is, is a bit much so but yeah so anytime you see him it is typically his hair is it tends to be curlier um i think you know the um i'm, I'm trying to think because like I, i've recently read a, a number of things with him in it and not just uh, having dreads in the Supergirl comic, but I think he had a similar haircut or hairstyle in uh, the Omega Man, like like one of one of the you know not not the most recent Omega Man run, but like I think the one back in the nineties or early two thousands or something like that. And he he for some reason they have him be entirely naked the entire time. I'm not sure why. But yeah, I think he does have kind of a, 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 a hairstyle sort of uh, uh giving melanin in that one as well.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever we ultimately decide for the Tamaranians, it definitely needs to be a melan- melanized uh you know planet. Uh-huh. um so i um, we were here for the blacker or brown or whatever um you know texture um not full on caucasianist like which it 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 always it always disappoints me when like i i don't i'm growing up i would see starfire um and i would be like i know she's an alien but she's something you know what I mean like she's not yeah
1: and it's it's funny because she um I believe the original um like inspiration for her was like one of the kind of uh old-timey sort of like savage wild women you know that kind of uh Mm -hmm. but it was you know the the character I believe because like I've, I've read some of the interview stuff and, and so, like, recently I, I read that and they were, like, telling what the different inspirations were for, you know, going into the character. And it's like, it, it you know, it, it didn't come across to me as even though these characters were white, that I, I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that that was, like, <laughs> where they went with nah. the character because <laughs> it did, like, her features.
0: Yeah. Look, look like, that's just a so fun. function. That is just a function of white people writing that character because, yeah. like, the, the people who were illustrating those characters were definitely making them ethnic. Yeah. Yeah. Like some kind of brown. Yeah. If not black, you know? Um, so I understand. I understand. Um, we'll, we'll, you know, in subsequent seasons, now that family chaining is going to be like a, a more established thing. Um, you know, it will remain to be seen, like how 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 people play out the the whole like you know, uh, coriander commander ryander family. But as of now, you got you know got a big chunk of the the Ur family. Um, you know, and uh, we'll see. Like currently, I think you're I think you're all sitting above the threshold for for um, you know, for bonus points. So we'll see. How, we'll see if, if that lasts. Uh, speaking of uh, probably a controversial pick that may not hit the threshold, but kind of feels right, the multiracial delegation went ahead and got Forge to be uh, Native American and white. And, you know, let's go through it. Uh, he, co- you know, he conspired against the mutants, he developed a Technology that allowed uh, mutants to lose their powers. Um, worked with the ops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I know he's 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 cool now, but <laughs> Forge just got some things to answer for, and uh, yeah, and uh, it, it's very explainable. As I mean. Maybe he's he's a little white passing and he had some moments where he thought that he could maybe get down, get down with the with Caucasia.
1: <laughs> I would love to hear the explanation. I really would.
0: I mean, I see, I just feel like more so than him just fully identifying with the Native American delegation, him yeah. identifying like a little bit of, you know, feeling pulled in two directions might really explain i mean uh, i i saw the picture i mean I, I chose the picture so of course i saw the picture of him you know in his little uh you know in, in his little polo shirt with his uh <laughs> looking you know his giving giving country club
1: <laughs> yeah so
0: well, i'm just saying I-
1: I, I literally just came across another picture of it
2: <laughs> on,
1: mm-hmm. on the timeline. His his little his little booty shorts and mm-hmm. and the striped shirt and the, and the cane.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm not saying that he's as fully. I'm not saying he's fully embraced. I mean, because I know in in previous seasons the white delegation went ahead and just swooped him up, right? like. <laughs> but that doesn't feel right for Forge to be like fully Caucasized, you know but like you know tempted <laughs> tempted to, to, to deny his people you know I could see it I could see it. So right now he's at 80 right now he's at 88.9%. So if you if you think that this is where he you know you think he uh, torn between two worlds as a multiracial forge, Uh, Go ahead and cast your vote if you've got some time. Uh, Shout out to uh, former uh, or sometimes, we'll say, South Asian delegate (laughs) um, who was like, oh, yes. uh, Yes, that makes total sense for Forge. (laughs) Um one give me a second sorry got to do some some housekeeping here uh do you you have any further thoughts about any further thoughts about multiracial forge
1: well i i uh i uh a lot of people want her to want him to get back together with storm and and i feel like that's that's done that's in the past (laughs) especially (laughs) Especially in, in this, this uh, new uh, carcassified version.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, as the custodian of Black Storm, uh, you, can, you can definitely uh, shake your head and disapprove of that. <laughs> oh, now we've reached the portion of the evening where things just get uh, fully shenaniganized. Um, and that is the Native American delegation drafting uh, Adam... <laughs> Destine of clandestine um do you know a lot about uh clandestine
1: i i don't i intend to read them but i yeah
0: i mean you don't have to uh read them because i don't I mean, believe there's been i don't believe there's been not an, a lot an...
1: there's not a lot yeah it's a fairly limited mythos yeah
0: Yeah, I would say that the last uh, clandestine book was published in the 90s. Yeah, Um,
1: I I, I looked for it and it was like four issues. And I think the other one was like maybe 17 or 20 or something. like. It was a fairly small, really small run.
0: Yeah. So as a, you know, what we like to do here in the racial draft, uh, that one came really out of nowhere because... Unless you're in possession of inside information that says that Uh all of a sudden that clandestine is making a comeback, I'm not sure why you would want to draft a character that we haven't seen in 20 years.
1: No, but and I literally, I literally think that's the reasoning and the rationale. Or, or if not that, then certainly uh, the family chaining to follow.
0: Yeah, but still, we're talking about characters that have not existed. I mean, you know, they do exist, but they have not like shown up anywhere
1: no i i fully agree i'm just saying like i mean that's really kind of the only thought process i can think of is like either either you're kind of going based off of the rumor or you're like hey this guy has has a really big family and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. potential for points
0: (laughs) i mean I don't approve. I don't approve of that kind of gaming of the system. I, I don't either, and, and that's,
1: that's why I downvoted every last <laughs> one of them.
0: Yes, I mean at least pick a at least pick a character that that we you know that exists. Not to mention the fact that if we really went through Adam Destine's story, I mean we're talking about a very 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 highly Europeanized mm-hmm. story. You know, we're talking about a guy who was like part of the crusades you know lived among different uh he's uh, yeah let's, let's go through it you know let's go let's do our wiki 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 thing that we haven't done for a while wait for it
2: wiki wiki
0: in 6 in 1168 ad a man named Adam was born in a small Saxon village of Ravenscroft in England. In his 16th year, sorry, in his 16th year, Adam was severely injured after falling on a scythe. As Adam appeared near death, he miraculously recovered after dreaming about a mysterious angel who fell in love with. Who, he, who fell in love with? From that day forward, he was known as Adam of Destiny. He joined the Crusades in 1189 against under Richard the Lionheart. Seemed to escape injuries. He was captured by nomads led by Al Khandab, who forced him to face the sorcerer Sujan Min Ragaba, who used a magical gem to rule over Persia. All right, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit because I realize the story's a lot. So he <laughs> end, So he ends up freeing a genie. And the genie granted him immortality and invulnerability. And what did he do? He slept with the genie. Is that not the whitest story that you've heard? <laughs> is, that the, is that not the white trope? That, in the that, Crusades, that, was captured. Is- captured, <laughs> white man, captured by Persians. Freed a genie.
1: Bought in the Crusades and then and then had babies with the gin. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs>
0: it's giving.
1: It's giving. I love genie reboot. That's <laughs> that's, that's the new reboot that.
2: Hope <laughs>
0: hoping never happens. Yeah, it's giving. It's I, I dream a genie. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Uh, who knew? Who knew that the people who created uh, Clandestine were just big fans of Idris Um, Major Healy, uh, we hardly knew you. Um, so yeah, that's that's the origin story for Clandestine. Um, uh, clandestine, sorry. So yeah, he gets to uh, have sex with a genie and has a bunch of genie half half uh, half person half genie children that he gets to populate. Uh, populate all of europe with
1: (laughs) i would love to know (laughs) what the thought process was behind this one Mm.
0: it's giving colonizer (laughs) p so uh shout out to the white delegation for not drafting him because (laughs) that is clearly where they should have been Um, so yeah uh disproof disproof um currently (laughs) Currently, uh, Adam Destine is sitting at sixty-two point five, way too high um, right. approval rating. Um, however, he uh, family chained the fuck out of this, and uh, <laughs> and now I had to read the list of people who are being family chained. Uh, Walter Destine, twenty-five uh, percent approval rating. Uh, Nathaniel Destine, zero percent approval rating. Uh, Albert Destine, zero percent approval rating. Uh, Jasmine Destine. approval rating. Will Chance, uh, you know, he changed his name. 0% approval rating. Newton Destine, 0% approval rating. Maurice Destine, 25% approval rating. Florence Destine, 0% approval rating. Grace Destine, 0% approval rating. Thaddeus Destine, 0% approval rating. Dom Destine, 0% approval rating. Rick Destine, Rick with a K, no C, 0% approval rating. Pandora Destine, good name, 0% approval rating. Rory Destine, 0% approval rating. Vincent Destine, 0% approval rating. Sebastian Destine, 0% approval rating. Sherlock Destine, 0% approval rating. There's a trend that continues. Uh, Lance Destine, 25% approval rating. Samantha Destine, 0% approval rating. <laughs> Garth Destine, 0% approval rating. And the Destines. The Destines. I I
1: I did my part and now mm-hmm. it's up to you, fans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Next if rest. you <laughs> listen. Uh some stories are inherently uh colonizer stories and uh I would say that uh Mr. I Dream Eugenie, um <laughs> is 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 right there right in the wheelhouse of uh <laughs> of an inherently inherently white trope, right trophy going to have to rework the whole story to make it something different. And that brings us to full circle. Mina Dewan. We spoke about her a, a couple hours ago. Mhm. South Asian delegation got themselves a speedster uh, and currently sitting at 100% approval rating. Uh, Hope hope it works out for them.
2: Yeah.
0: White delegation. Might, they might, they might actually get, get this one. Uh, SIF, you know, SIF, Lady SIF. Uh, they wanted, they wanted, uh, they want to get their social mass guardian, uh, Caucasian and you know, I like Jamie Alexander. I'm okay with white SIF. What about you, Randy?
1: I I'm okay with white SIF, but I don't love the family chaining.
0: Mm, hey, let's talk about it. They family chained Heimdall. Mm, people weren't feeling that. So even though uh, she's sitting at 88, even though Sif is sitting at 88.9%, he uh, maybe flew too close to the sun trying to get family chain Heimdall because people were like, you shall not pass. 22.2% <laughs> approval for white Heimdall. Uh, the Idris Elba of it all uh, blocked the fuck out of that.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, they like, okay, I get it in terms of the mythology. The, I think it's the, the Prose Edda or, or like one of the, the, uh, the North kind of, you know, holy uh, readings say that Heimdall is one of, I think he's the whitest of the gods or something like that. And that's, that's great in terms of uh, Norse mythology, but if we're going to be entirely accurate to Norse mythology, um, they did a little ginger side themselves because Thor is <laughs> supposed to be a redhead. So, oh well, things change in the
0: comics. Look, here's the thing. Life. Here's the thing about <laughs> the mythology. No, this is Marvel. This is not mythology. Right. Right. right? And and as, as someone who has to track down these images, every image that I was tried to find of uh, Heimdall, not counting the Idris Elba ones, he was a little bit swarthy in all of them.
1: Yeah, so, I mean like he's yeah.
0: not giving he's not giving uh you know uh nordic uh features.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's like that is something that's said and not really portrayed um especially in in the uh, the comics like even before we had Idris Elba casting the role, we saw him kind of be like a uh, sort of uh uh I guess Tan or you know kind of kind of swarthy looking just because of like sort of the association I guess with uh uh, sort of being in a worker service class being you know uh, they they kind of do that I don't know just certain characters get that sort of like that's a guy that's out in the sun (laughs) so they they are you know they they get a little bit of a tan but yeah it, it was never something that that was particularly a thing in the comics and it didn't translate into a thing in the movies i mean if you want to think Mm -hmm. about the the mythology of it all then you like it doesn't remove the character or change the character in the course of your worship and uh let's be real some of these people are not actually uh you know (laughs) followers Mm of norse tradition they just wanted to have a nice lovely little excuse to be like no more negroes
0: Exactly. And I'm sorry, uh, you're not of Maximoff, so you don't have the power to erase <laughs> yes. melanin. No more melanin. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so moving on, uh, the Polynesian delegation found themselves a uh, a character that I, my understanding is uh, half white, half Hawaiian, but they went ahead and was like, erase the Caucasianess. Uh, Alani Ryan a.k.a. Loa, a mutant. Um, I'm not sure about her abilities. Um, I think she was a fairly recent introduction into the uh, mythos. Are you familiar yeah. with her?
1: Yeah, she she uh, arrived in the early 2000s along with like uh, Prodigy and Surge and all of them. Okay. Yeah, so she has the ability to phase through like like uh, Kate Pride, but when she phases through matter, it it like disintegrates.
0: Okay, so not just like with technology, right? Uh, with with any yeah. matter, okay. L-
2: literally,
1: um, the the stuff will like fall apart and just like you know. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, currently uh, the people approve, hundred percent approval rating. So yep. that'll probably stand up because you know, just it's just it's it's not it's not quite a defensive pick, you know, because uh the the character is multiracial, but just knocking out that knocking out that uh, European influence. <laughs> um speaking of knocking out that European influence, as it were, uh the Swana Mena delegation uh did what the uh black delegation would not do, and that is draft apocalypse. Um uh as uh, as as someone you know who, like we've talked about this Talked mm-hmm. about this uh in Sabanur. The uh could have been the hotep, could have been Hotep uh master. <laughs> but uh he, I get it. He he will not be
1: in Sabon this time around.
0: and Sabon Um but uh, you know it's fine. It's it's cool. I mean he's he's often traditionally associated with ancient Egypt. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a lot of Egyptian iconography. Um, he's never been depicted by a Middle Eastern in any kind of uh, incarnation, as far as I understand, uh, whether it's uh, voice acting or live action. Um, so that would be that would kind of be a sm- a, a, a strong move um, if, it, if it were to ever happen in the MCU. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I'm biased because I'm black, and you know, we don't have a lot of high profile black mutants. Um, and apocalypse, like, because of the things that we traditionally associate with apocalypse, like his physicality, his size, and his deep voice, like, you know, it's not too hard to imagine him being African, you know, like West African as opposed to North African. Um, but you know, it's not, it's not crazy. North yeah. African apocalypse.
1: I mean, like Toriano didn't get him, <laughs> so I count yeah. that as a win.
0: <laughs> Correct. Yes, that would have been that would have been weird. Native American apocalypse. Um, I we would have had questions, as we often do when uh, Toriano is like, his roots go back to five thousand BC. <laughs> But he's Native American. It's like, mm, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> I just need questions being answered. <laughs> just tell me how. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, then, I think that another season he was drafted by the Jewish delegation and that, I don't know, that feels like uh, that feels
2: problematic.
0: cognitive dissonance. It's like apocalypse who believes in genocide <laughs> it's i guess a way of life <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm not yeah we like i understood i understand the reticence of wanting any delegation to be like that's our guy mm-hmm. um you know given his his problematic past yeah. but but it, you know story wise story wise it's right uh you know um i from a fan casting perspective, I have no idea who would be the right, um, you know, uh, Swana casting for Apocalypse. So whenever Marvel decides to go that route, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> but uh, I think that may be it as far as summarizing the week. I mean, so make sure that there are any lingering... Um, approval ratings that i haven't given points for no that's it that is we did it randy we we went through you know we hit we hit all our we hit all our points we got our we got our characters we got our news um what would you like to see in the seventh round of the racial draft supplemental draft
1: um more people with melanin uh no but but more more uh more ginger side I, 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 I want more people to like help me in the effort because like i can't i can't carry the movement myself like come on asian uh, delegation I come get some redheads like let's <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's make it mean
0: <laughs> I do not approve of ginger side, just so just so we're just so we're out there. But I mean, I don't see it as ginger side as long as the characters uh, maintain their red hair. Just like, look, Ms. Martian has red hair, and presumably she keeps her red hair. Um, you know?
1: I mean, look, I the only Ms. Martian I acknowledge is the one that we saw on the Supergirl show. That's it. I I, I I reject the red hair that's uh mm. you know but <laughs> no but it's it's just funny to me like we, we kind of had some some problematic foolishness happening this week like the the spider-man like a couple of problematic spider-man stories uh occurred and and like so i'm i'm just feeling particularly salty this week and i would like to see some uh some some wrath and some backlash
0: (laughs) yeah i got it i got it what i'd like to see honestly is i'd like to see more um you know characters who who are like in live action Mm -hmm. that are that are not necessarily in the comics um but like maybe people would like to see introduced in the comics or like made more prominent in the comics um you know that's one of the cool things about the supplemental draft you know that you can kind of pull from from different media and sort of stake your claim to a character and say that this character would be like a good addition to the canon um like a full addition to the canon you know yeah Um, And,
1: and uh to that to that i will add that there's a a number of uh you know uh CW, you know, their their arrowverse is is kind of, you know, the future is shaky, but one thing they did do is introduce a, a number of original characters that I feel would be really great additions to the comics.
0: Sure. I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, like we we like you said, the the Arrowverse is not necessarily long for this world, but that doesn't mean that some of these uh incarnations of the characters or new characters uh aren't valuable additions to you know to the stories to come so you know hopefully that inspires some of the delegations and their delegates to um you know to to make some picks and um listeners Hopefully, you know, you you guys had a good time. I know it's been a little longer of a show than we we like to do normally, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you took advantage of the holiday and you uh you know strapped in for the long show. Um Randy, where can they find you, the listeners?
1: I'm on Twitter at Randy S0725, and I use the hashtag superpowerlist.
0: Okay, and you can find me also on Twitter at MTFIII. You can also find the Racial Draft at Racial Draft Pod on Twitter. Uh, You can find the podcast everywhere you find podcasts. Um, You know, if you're listening to us here, that is great. Uh, You can also uh, maybe find us on YouTube. We're going to be putting more content on YouTube. Um, So go ahead and subscribe to us there where you can get our uh, weekly summaries as YouTube Shorts. Um, You know, we we put uh, episode clips generally on YouTube as well. Um, You know, play around with the algorithm. Get, you know, subscribe to us, like us, uh, do that thing, the thumbs up, whatever you do. Uh, Just don't get us on any kind of white supremacist uh, algorithm. But uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Racial Draft and also at uh, Instagram at racial.draft. You know, we're always enjoying uh we're always trying to trying to cultivate good conversation around these draft picks uh we're always so, you know hoping that the more creative minded among you you know whether you have like stories uh potential backstories for these characters whether you have potential fan art for these characters shout out to our girl um charlene um you know who's always killing it on the fan art tip um you know i'm sure she's got something brewing up in the next couple of days um like we're we're loving the the creative minded. I mean, we're all about creativity here, even though we we have the jokes and we have our like you know racial humor and everything like that. But ultimately, this is a a, a creative enterprise. It's about um, opening your mind and opening your imagination to uh, kind of diversity uh, in the comic book universe and making these characters richer and more fulfilling. So you know, uh, if you enjoy this, uh, hopefully, if this is your first episode, I do apologize, but hopefully it's not your last. So, you know, you, we'll, we'll be back next week with more racial draft shenanigans. And until next time, all things are possible.